Welcome everyone. I'm Sue Barber, author, former IT director for a Fortune 500 company, turn executive coach, and this is the Visibility Factor podcast, where we explore how to raise your visibility and play bigger at work and in life. We'll explore key topics and welcome guests that help you shift your thinking about yourself so you can see new possibilities for your leadership. I'm on a mission to create a visibility movement for leaders to show their value and be seen for their true talent. Are you ready to take the next step towards a higher level of visibility for yourself? Let's go. The Visibility Factor podcast is brought to you in part by the 90-Day Visibility Breakthrough Accelerator Program. Do you believe deep down inside that you can have a bigger career, but you don't know how to get there? You can keep doing what you're doing, but what if there is a better way that could accelerate your progress? This 90-day program is a powerful experience that is unique to you and provides dedicated time to focus on your specific challenge. It gives you the time to develop big ideas and plans to execute them, including the tools, resources, and motivation needed for success. Hundreds of clients have used this same program to take them to the next level in their career and to create a better life. Join me in a 90-day experience that focuses on challenges like creating a strategic plan, how to lead an organizational change, or prepare for a career transition. This dedicated time will help you see new possibilities, recognize your strengths, and take away key insights that can be leveraged immediately. Are you ready to create a breakthrough for yourself? If you're interested in learning more, visit susanmbarber.com forward slash visibility breakthrough accelerator for more information and to sign up for the program. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Visibility Factor podcast. This is Sue Barber, your host. In today's episode, we're going to talk about personal brand. Now, this may not be something that you are super familiar with, or maybe you have one and you haven't looked at it in a little while, but I taught a program for a company a few weeks ago about creating a personal brand, and they have an amazing company with a great brand as a company, but what they wanted to do was talk about how could they help each of their leaders create their own personal brand because they're having conversations with clients and they're out in the marketplace selling the company and they wanted to make sure that that company had a brand, but that their people had a brand as well that stood out. So sometimes there's overlap between the two because usually one of the things you look at in a brand is your values and um, most companies have a set of values. And so that is one of the things that I asked each of these leaders to do is to start to look at their values and some other things that I'll talk about with you later. They were so excited to create these personal brand statements. And what was really fascinating about it is I had them break out into groups. And as they got feedback from other people, those brand statements that they wrote got better and better and better because other people can see things about us that we can't see. And sometimes we minimize how great we are or the things that we're really good at because to us, it's just normal. So as we talk about this, I want you to think for yourselves Do you have a brand statement? Do you need to revisit yours if you do? And if you've never done one before, I'm going to walk you through how to create one. So I just want you to think how inspirational it can be for you to show up differently, but also for other people to learn about you. One of the first things that I think people recognize about you when they meet you is first they look at your appearance probably, right? It's maybe the first time they've ever seen you. And so they are taking in your appearance. The second thing though, is the words that you use to describe yourself. So most people are going to introduce themselves, right? They may say who they are, what they do, and they kind of leave it at that. And as they have the conversation, they may say some other things about them, what they do, the work that they do, their team, where they live, anything else about them that they want to share. 
those words that they're saying about themselves say a lot to the other person, right? Is this person confident? Is is it that they're tentative? Are they direct? Are they indirect? Are they shy? And do they devalue themselves? Because a lot of times, just like I mentioned here, sometimes people put themselves down a little bit and don't even realize it or minimize the things that they're doing. And so that is what I love about this work that I'm doing with other people is that I can see them doing that. They can't see it about themselves. It's a blind spot that they have. And I don't want anyone to create an image or a reputation of themselves that isn't their very best. And so what I wanted to share with you in this podcast is a way to start to think about the words that you use to describe yourself when you introduce yourself, when you talk about yourself, and really let's put together a brand statement that helps you say the best things about yourself. So what does a personal brand allow you to do? It tells your story. It's a way for people to connect with you. And people want to connect with people, not companies. Personal branding helps you show others what makes you tick by highlighting your personality, maybe your opinions, your work, your skills, and your style. So some people might refer to a personal brand as your image. And if you're not familiar with the term, there's a great definition from Laura Morgan Roberts in an article titled, Creating a Positive Professional Image. And in this article, she quoted a statement that said, your professional image is the set of qualities and characteristics that represent perceptions of your competence and character as judged by key constituents. Now that key constituent group might be clients, colleagues, superiors, or subordinates. But those few words I want to highlight for you are perceptions, competence, and character. So remember what I said about someone makes a snap judgment as soon as they meet you about your appearance and also the words that you say. And so some of those things that you're talking about with yourself can create a perception that might be positive and might be exactly what you want, but it could be on the other side of the coin negative, and it may be something that you don't want. Now, sometimes personal brand and image are used interchangeably. So you may hear me do the same in this conversation that we're having today. So your image is how you are perceived by others. For example, your competence in leading a project may be perceived as low, but perhaps you haven't had the chance to demonstrate that expertise in your current role. That is why I talk about visibility and finding opportunities to show your value and talent in different ways, because that can have an impact to your career success. The more you show what you can do, the more opportunities that will come your way. So why is a personal brand important? In that same article, Laura Morgan Roberts stated, if you aren't managing your own professional image, others are. So would you rather let others dictate what they think your image is, or would you like to control that narrative yourself? I'm going to assume that you would like to do that for yourself and not let someone else dictate that for you. Now, I like to think of a personal brand image or your reputation as similar to a savings account. So when I lead classes on this topic, I have them think about what would be in their bank account? Would it be a positive amount of money in that bank account or would it be a negative amount? So the positive experience that you have with others, accomplishments, impacts that you've made are examples of deposits that would go into this account. But if you run into issues or make a mistake and you have enough positive goodwill or money in your account, they just pull that money out a little bit. But imagine if your bank account is in the negative and you don't have any goodwill in your account, you don't have anything that people can say, you know, she's done so many good things, and this is just one mistake, one minor mistake. If you don't have anything positive to draw against, it starts to put you in a really negative situation, right? Because no one has seen you maybe do the things that you could do, and they haven't put anything in your bank account to help you. 
So spend some time thinking about that for yourself. If you looked at your personal brand or your image in terms of like a savings account, how much would you have in there? And would it be a positive or a negative balance? And if it's negative, that's okay. At least you know that now. What could you do to increase it and bring some positive things to it that helps you bring that into a positive amount? So what can be impacted by your personal brand? There are many different things. I'm just going to list out a few here for you to think about. Decisions about your career opportunities are made based on your skills and capabilities, but your reputation and image can also play a large role too. If you have a negative or a positive impact on your performance reviews, if you don't have a good performance review, it starts to become something that people see about you. If you have a positive one, it starts to you know, obviously impact your rating, but it can impact future opportunities for you. If you have a business, potential clients will make decisions on whether they want to work with you based on your reputation and image. And this could be your online image, your in-person image, or maybe both. Think about if your online image matches who you are in real life. If not, it can cause people to have doubts about your genuineness. If you have a good reputation and you make a mistake, it is less likely to impact you as much as it would without the positive image. And many employees are able to leverage the brand image of their company, but they can also leverage their own image too, just like I mentioned at the beginning of this conversation. So can you change your personal brand? What if you have a personal brand and you don't really like it? Can you change it? Of course you can. It can continue to evolve with new experiences, your actions, your words, and your appearance. So here's the key question to ask yourself. If you looked at the brand that you have, is it the one that you want? And if you want to create a new one for yourself, you can do that whenever you are ready. You don't have to wait for some big moment to occur in order for that to happen. So I want to talk to you about creating a brand right now. Creating the personal brand statement that you will share with others in introductions, during networking conversations, and maybe even on your LinkedIn profile. This is what you will share with others about yourself and your brand. So I pulled a few examples here that I used in this presentation uh, a few weeks ago, and I thought they were really helpful for everyone to see what's possible to put in a brand statement. So the first one, Sarah Blakely, she has nearly 1.6 million followers and she is the founder and CEO of Spanx. What she says about herself and her brand statement is, I started Spanx in 2000 with $5,000 in personal savings and I've never taken any outside investments. I'm a big believer in following your instincts and taking unique approaches to business. The next one is Richard Branson, founder of Virgin Group who has over 19 million followers. His brand statement is, I'm a Thai loathing adventurer, philanthropist, and troublemaker who believes in turning ideas into reality, otherwise known as Dr. Yes. And then I just created a small one for myself to share with the group. And that one was, I'm an entrepreneur, executive coach, author, podcast host, believer in possibilities and the power of thinking bigger with a sincere commitment to help you become the authentic, visible leader and person that you are meant to be. So in each of those, you could just take those words at face value and see something about each person. But I want you to look deeper. I want you to think about those words that I shared and what does it say about that person? So for example, Sarah Blakely, she talks about only putting $5,000 in and never taking outside investments. She also talks about following her instincts and taking a unique approach to business. So she could be perceived as a bit of a risk taker. She could also be perceived as someone who wants to drive her own destiny and not want anyone else to come in and change that for her. She follows her gut when she makes decisions 
And she's not afraid to take unique approaches. So she thinks out of the box, probably pretty creative. Richard Branson, on the other hand, has so many different kinds of businesses. But when you hear Ty Loathing Adventurer, he has no interest in being formal. He doesn't want to wear a suit every day. He wants to be able to do whatever it is he wants to do. And he's not afraid to say yes to things that may not be the norm, maybe something new. And for me, what I'm hoping you see in mine is that I believe in possibilities. I am living it every single day and working with clients to do the same. And I really, really care about people being their authentic selves as much as I care about it for myself. And I want people to be able to be visible and be the people and leaders that they are meant to be. So those are just some examples for you to think about now. What do you think you would put into your brand statement? So for each of those different examples, there are different ways to look at those personal brand statements and how those people are perceived now. What I want to share with you now is we're going to go into the visibility action today. And this is going to be a small step towards you creating your own personal brand statement. So here are some inputs that you will be needing to build yours. And if you don't have one, or if you want to make changes to the one you have, either is okay. But I want you to find a way to work some words into the statement that are descriptions of you. I want people to start to understand who you are. You can include personal passion areas. You can find ways to help people connect with you in a bigger way. And some of the ways that people have done this is they start to look at themselves, first of all, and then they may get feedback from others. So the first one, the first question to ask yourself, how would you describe yourself? Identify your strengths. Your values, like I talked about earlier, are there some types of feedback that you've received from other people about what you're good at? You know, a lot of times people will say, oh my gosh, you're so good at that. Write those things down when they say that to you because they see something in you that they can't do. Any of those experiences, skills, or perspectives that make you unique are things that we want to capture. Then you want to go into what do other people see about me? What are other people use as words to describe me? And you start to capture all of those words together and you start to say, what is it that I want people to see about me? And if I wrote a personal brand statement, and for example, I put it on LinkedIn, is that what I want them to see? Is that what I want them to know about me? Would they know about me simply by reading that statement? So the goal of this is that you can create something that represents you. Share it with other people and get their feedback. Ask them if it's something that really feels like you. It should describe your expertise, what sets you apart from other people, and it's supposed to help people connect with who you are. So those ones that I read earlier as examples, I think you can probably connect with those people enough to know a little bit more about them than you might have before. So when they read your personal brand statement, they know a lot about you and what you care about, even if they've never met you. This is your story. People want to connect with people, not companies. And personal branding helps you show others what makes you tick by highlighting your personality, your opinions, your work, your skills, and your style. So don't be afraid to take some imperfect action here, create a brand statement, get some feedback from other people, and then just see how it feels. This is an iterative process and it takes some time to get to the one that may work for you. And maybe in six months, you can change it again. That's okay as well. But it can help others see you in a new way. Best thing though, is it's going to help yourself. Thanks so much for joining today on the Visibility Factor podcast, and we'll catch you on the next one. Thanks so much for listening to the Visibility Factor podcast. Remember that visibility starts with small steps that are intentional and consistent each day. 
Be bold, be visible, be the leader you were meant to be. Find us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on all of our social media platforms, which are highlighted in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on the Visibility Factor Podcast.